Hello and welcome to Low Initiative, a D&D podcast for loose friends and looser NPCs. Nope, nope, not that. Bad roles and worse acting? Getting closer. I'm Adam, and I play the character of Rot. And I'm Nathan, your dungeon master. Anyways, let's start the show. Previously on Low Initiative. to see a man who they call Sonny Jim. His body is quite large, but his wits are slim. Well, Rot, he hatched a brilliant scheme to trick this Sonny Jim. Rot said he was a lawyer for Sonny's wife who was leaving him. Now Jim, he was a crafty one, always quick to make a deal. One where we both would benefit, and this was his appeal. We would compete in the Seven Stones and win a princely sum. Sonny Jim would pay off his wife, then take out Gerard Baron. Sonny Jim led us beneath the track, under the stone and slate, into a large arena where we would meet our fate. And there we encountered the dreaded cock. A trice, aid enter, but victory is for one alone. If you cannot escape the fearsome cock, a trice, it will bite you and turn your ass into stone. Although my loot was smashed A mending spell from Daphne Put all that in the past We collected all our winnings And did what comes naturally We went on a big shopping spree At a store called Sundry Our next stop was a casino But not to just place bets We're headed to the high stakes rooms And what to happens next Pan flute. That ain't right. Okay. What's the point of all this? Last I knew, we were in the casino. Rot had just gone in for the high stakes table. And I think Will went back there too. Were we all going to go back there? Are we like his entourage? I think that was the plan, but I think it was a little. Uh, more expensive than we were able to swing. Because I knew he won enough to get to get back there at least. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't um, know if the rest of us were going to or if he had en- won enough for multiple people to go. 
So he had won 250 gold coins, which the, the minimum to get back there was 100. So it seemed like he was being led away. Are any of you guys going to want to join? Otherwise, I can kind of split the party and we can get started with some of the rest of your adventures. I had kind of a side plot, a little side hustle going there where, where I was going to try to dress as the, the wait staff and maybe sneak in. I know I'd at least scoped out, like I saw what some of the other people were wearing and I do have a, a little disguise kit. And then there's all, always the classic knock them out, take their clothes in the kitchen. You were able to see that they're pretty much just wearing like black pants, white shirt, blue vest, nothing too special or, or different. If you want to get started on your plan of sneaking down there, Let's just kick things off with a good old disguising yourself role or your disguise kit. I have no idea what type of role that is, but I hope you do. A performance, maybe? Yeah, let's go for a performance. Yeah. And are you proficient with your disguise kit? Because you might be able to add your proficiency bonus. Oh, shit. Yeah. If you are. I, I'm, I'm totally proficient in that. Not even <laughs> a doubt in my mind. That would make sense, right? A bard would be proficient with their own disguise kit. All right, I'm bringing up the sheet. We're going to get this down for sure and certain. Well, we're looking that up. What we'll say happens is Rot was offered to go to the back room. A very nice staffer leads Rot away from the rest of the table. At this point, William is getting his disguise together. And I am proficient. So we're going we're gonna to roll. Nice. I got an 18 for disguising myself. So you're approached by one of the other waitstaff. She comes up and she's like, hi, are you new here? All right, and I want to I want to try out my new character voice, you guys, because I've been I've been doing really bad with having a consistent character voice. Here it is, debuting for all of you now for the first time. The character voice that you'll be listening to for, for my for my guy for the rest of the time. And uh, sorry, what was the question? Now my lead up, totally. People <laughs> <laughs> usually have this dramatic lead up before the answer. Are you new here? Uh, so uh, are you new here? Of course, I'm not new here. This has been, I'm, I'm an expert uh, waitstaff person, and, uh, and, and yes, so, uh, uh, but, you know, it's, it's never, it never hurts to, to get a refresher, I guess. Uh, what, what, what should I be doing right now? Oh, uh, I was hoping that you could accompany me to the private rooms. I've got, uh, I've got to take some food and some drinks, and I'm, I'm sorry, this is my first day. I'm, I am new, so I don't know who's new and who's not new, but, uh, Right, right, right. Stick with me then. Uh, I'll I'll show you the ropes, uh, and we should definitely go to the the private room. Yes, that's that's where that's where we're headed with these oh. uh, hors d'oeuvres. Okay, we just need to stop by the kitchen and grab those. Right, right. Here we go, and then the kitchen is this way. And I kind of look around <laughs> to see if it's obvious <laughs> where the kitchen is. Insight check. <laughs> no, so many rolls. Ooh, that was almost bad. Uh, Non-natural twenty. You managed to look and perfectly see the kitchen. Like it has a glowing sign above it saying "Employees Only Kitchen," and you can smell the food wafting out of it. Right, the kitchen is is this way, of course. Tally ho, then here 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 we go. So Will and Isol, who is an elf, uh, platinum blonde hair. Kind of, you know, what the equivalent of a mid-20-year-old human would be in elfish terms. You know, this is the first job outside of her parents' house. Kind of nervous. Yeah, and I'm just I'm just chatting her up on the on the way. It's like, oh, so what what brings you to this uh, establishment? How did you come to to work here? I wasn't I wasn't part of your interview process. Uh, they never they never let me in on those things. Are you usually an interviewer? I mean, I, sh I should be if they ever wanted to get anything done around this damn place. Yeah, their, their training process was pretty lax. They pretty much just threw me out on the floor and 
you know, said, serve people what they want, charge them for it. But, you know, there wasn't a lot of other instructions. See, this is what I'm talking about. Stick with me, kid, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll figure this out together. Okay. So she leads you into the kitchen, and the busboys kind of have it all tagged off, and you're able to grab some hors d'oeuvres, and then it looks like the bar needs to be restocked in there. So you kind of load up the cart with a few more alcohols. And she starts leading you through the kitchen access back to the private rooms. She's like, you know, I've only been here a day, but these private rooms really give me the heebie-jeebies. Do they, they creep you out too? No, no, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Nothing, nothing shady ever happens back here. Uh, I'm almost certain of it. And I'm going to look around for my, my friends to see if anyone else is kind of like, you know, I, I want to scope out the room and see what Daphne and Andrew are doing right now to see uh, if I can kind of sneak them into maybe, or if they found their own kind of their own way. Cause I'm already, I'm already deep in the role play now with this lady and, and I'm trying to <laughs> try to find my friend. Ander and Daphne, what are you two doing as Will is led away back into the kitchen? Last I remember, I had given my chips to Rot um, and probably just was watching him play. I think I would have tried to follow them at least to the door and then just try to stay around there. I don't think I'm getting in, um, but I would have tried to keep an ear out just to make sure if anything went wrong that I'd be able to step in and help. Rot and the friendly orc doorman have a brief exchange tries to get you in but the orc doorman is is quite certain he's like no mm -hmm. no posses no groupies no gangs no family one person <laughs> hey, i i'm not trying to go in and i know i haven't earned my place there i just want to you know stay out here keep the peace with you my good sir if that is all right with you i'll just be on the uh, other side of this door if he's on one side of the door frame i will walk to the other side of the door so the door is between us. He used to do this. And he's like, no, that's my side. He goes and switches sides with you. <laughs> oh, my, my mistake. Here you go. I'll, uh, I'll just walk back to Daphne. I have no plan. <laughs> <laughs> my plan is I have no plan. Hey, Daphne, have you seen Will? Where did he go? I point towards the kitchen doors. Oh, well, that, that, that's about right. <laughs> I'm just getting a snack. <laughs> he just went to get a snack. It's fine. Ander and Daphne, give me perception checks. Uh, 15. I got 14. As Daphne points to the kitchen door, you guys each recognize a familiar face who is kind of being forced towards the kitchen door. Ander, you recognize, and Daphne, you really should recognize, but for some reason rolled 1.2 low to recognize <laughs> the crossbowman who is pushing Steve towards the kitchen door. Daphne, that Steve and one of the guys we fought in the tavern the other night. Do you think we should go see what's going on there? I forget. Who is Steve? Steve was the uh, tree. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That we uh, dragged through the street. Yeah. Unbeknownst uh, to you guys, of course, as naturally it would be, Steve walked across town. It took him a very long time since you guys went to the far side of town and tried to continue on with his acting career. Poor guy. It was going so well. Really on the up and up. Well, so, um, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look at you and kind of make a like... <laughs> that, that's <laughs> fair. His acting career wasn't the best, but it looked like he might have needed some help there. It looked like he was kind of being forced into something that he might not have the full grasp of. You might want to go help him out if we can. 
But why? That's an excellent question. I don't know. I just feel like we kind of did him wrong a bit when we were uh, dragging him through the street. I don't know. I just feel a little guilty. I mean, you are a little person. Very apt of you. But I, I think I'm going to at least go try to check out what's going on. The orc hears the you are a little person zinger and just goes, oh, snap. One thing's orcs know. So we like short jokes. They don't take too long. Short jokes are normally short and sweet. Definitely one I haven't heard before. That's so, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and saunter on over to the kitchen door. And like if there's a window in it, I'll try to like peer through. So I will, I will reluctantly follow him. <laughs> You peer through, and you notice Will has already exited. He's not in the kitchen anymore. And you kind of see them take Steve through the kitchen and out the opposite side. Um, so they are they are no longer in the kitchen. Uh, question. Did I see Will come out of the kitchen, or did he go through a different exit in the kitchen? We'll say this happened somewhat concurrently. So when you got over there, you saw Will and... Uh, Isil go through a different door in the kitchen, but so that way they're not taking the food across the floor. They're going down a separate hallway, and you okay. see you see the, the crossbowman, another man, and Steve head in a different hallway than the one Will went down. Damn, and I probably don't notice them doing no, any of this, right? They came in after you. Based on the layout of the casino, would I think there's another way around to get to like the direction steve is going or is it just kind of to the back where there isn't other floor space so it's definitely behind the main area so it's not public access where they're where they're taking all right i'll kind of take a look around the floor where i'm standing try to at least check out that orc guy and try to sneak backward through the kitchen door when no one's watching okay before you get to that we're gonna jump over because we're juggling characters rot you've been led away by uh, one of the staffers he identifies himself as jeffrey he takes you down the hallway towards a private room coming the opposite way in the private room is an orc that is dragging an unconscious body out jeffrey's just like no sir i don't believe i got you a name but we do need to have you sign a liability waiver for you know, any outrageous debts that may occur, any sort of line of house credit you may need to establish, and of course, any natural bodily harm that may or may not occur, you know, just in case, liability reasons, I'm sure you understand. Uh, is everyone required to sign this form? Naturally. So in case of any debts, bodily harm incurred by the house or by patrons alone or just in general? Now, on patron on patron violence, that is completely, the house is absolved of any liability issues on that. It's really for insurance reasons. Right, of course. I would never dream of hurting another patron. Look at me. You look like quite an upstanding young man, I'm sure. We don't judge. Wonderful. And I, uh, let me see that form and give it my old John Dragoncock. Semi-simultaneously, you enter the front door of this private room. And through the back enters a platinum blonde elf, who we've named Isil, and Will pushing a little rolling cart with some refreshments, some table snacks. I'm just kind of surprised. Give me a charisma roll to see if you keep your cool. <laughs> so, really quick, <laughs> I bought d- d- dice trays, <laughs> and it bounced right the fuck out. 
<laughs> First roll of the dice today. Started in, ended up on the outside. You got the trampoline model. Okay, then. <laughs> All right. You're, you're a little bit surprised. Is oh, <laughs> uh, snack boy, snack snack boy, uh, snack man, please. Yes, we uh we ordered snacks in here. It, yes, obviously. I I was trying to call him. Naturally, no joining. We've uh we had an opening. I'm sure you saw as a uh, man was dragged out of here. We do not allow any cheating in this room. We do not allow any horseplay in this room. It's a serious room for gamblers. Gotta love a real down to earth gambling tent. No centaurs allowed. As you say that, a man who you will now be Helio <laughs> Clementis stands up. Here. We always be bringing in the weirdest people. It's a lot of Irish people on everyone. It's called Little Ireland, don't you know? My name's Helio Clementis. Helio, nice to meet you. Good to see another cloven brother. Oh, sure. Everybody likes the good clothes. Snack boy, do you have any clothes cigarettes? Uh, it's snack man. It's sn- snack man, sir, please. Excuse me. I'm a professional. And yes, we have a we have a various assorted uh, cheeses, dried meats, and what what else do we have? Uh, 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 it's it's easel. Easel, yes. Uh, what what other what other snacks do we have on on here? This is this is you know this is a test. You gotta you gotta be able to really sell the product. Oh, we have buttered mushrooms. We have a spinach artichoke chip, and we have mozzarella sticks. They're a house specialty. How about you bring me a fine red wine, Melty? You're a bartender, right, there, Mister? I also yes. can't your name. What, what's your name? My name is William. It's Billiam. William was my father. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I, you know, I, I know a few Billiams. Anyway, uh, yeah, here's a, here's a wine. And I, I look under the cart. Did, uh, did we bring bottles too? Yes, you, you were coming to restock the bar. Hell yeah. So yeah, I pour him a nice, uh, a nice red. Uh, and as I hand it to him, I give him a little, a little wink. There you are. Thank you, uh, snack boy, Billiam. Uh, snack man. And you're welcome. All right, now away with you. Daddy's got to gamble. Actually, we are. Where is the bar in relation to the to the room and stuff and like the table? So it's, it's a, a relatively small room. Um, we're going to say it's probably no more than 15 by 20. And the table is off to the right hand side. So let me give you, give you the lowdown of what I, what I kind of want to try. But you can obviously squash this. But... I want to kind of position myself maybe or like kind of make the rounds with the snacks and drinks and stuff and and be able to, even though, you know, cheating is not allowed in this room, still like try to maybe give our, our boy the upper hand and, and figure out a way to maybe signal to rot if he, if he should, uh, you know, bet big or, or do whatever, you know? Sure. So Rot's seat is actually going to be behind the door or okay. not behind the door, but behind him is the door. The bar is going to be behind two characters, which we'll just say that they all kind of introduce themselves to... Uh, raw as he sits down. You have Fino Vitale, uh, who's a human. Helio Clementes, a woman, a human who identifies herself only as Sapphire. And then the gentleman who introduced himself and the rules uh, is, is none other than Talur Banks. He seems to be running the show, and the others seem to be here. Semi at his quest slash pleasure, he seems to have a familial relationship with them. Uh, Rod is kind of the only newcomer to the group. Does Talur Banks, does he own the casino, or he just is, like, so well known? Little column A, little column B. It's not quite clear who owns it, although I also realize that we didn't quite establish who owns this casino. Mm. And in re-listening to the first podcast, we do make a joke about how the uh, Balmaro clan owns the casinos. They do not own this casino. This is a separate casino 
outside of their purview, which is how they're not able to control Tulor. Gotcha. Great. Yeah, it's owned by Mr. Chance. I'd like to raise a glass to Tulor Banks. May he do well and it wins. Well, thank you. Now, from around these parts? I'm from nowhere, really. But I've made my residence. You know, Vitaly speaks. He's like, how come, how come I don't see you around here very much? Uh, well, because obviously I'm not usually well-liked by society. Try to stay more towards the edges of things. Keep out of sight, keep out of mind. Mainly protect myself, not scare others, and for business. You hear that new, uh, the new tiefling uh, community center that they're building? I've heard no such thing of this. They've been gathering up the tieflings. They say it's going to be nice, a place of their own. There's just something that seems fishy about the government gathering up the tieflings. Oh, no, no, it's, it's not the government. And how do you know so much about this? Do I look like a part of the government? I'm Dino Vitale. Dino, for a little bit of uh, explanation, he's balding up front. He kind of just has the crown of hair around on the back and sides. He's got a got a good punch on him. Good prior look. Hey, less about me. Listen, we're here to play cards. This is in goof off space. And by cards, I mean dice. Okay, let's jump over to our other two who are currently peering outside the kitchen. Daphne and Ander, are you guys going to try to sneak in? Yeah, sure. Through the busy kitchen. I rolled a six. I rolled an 11. You guys are both stopped pretty quickly by uh, the kitchen manager. I want to hear your best Gordon Ramsay impersonation. (laughs) That would have been really great to make this a Gordon Ramsay-esque character, or at least like a Paula Deen or something. Oh, man. Fortunately, we did not Martha do Martha Stewart. Wow, we really had a lot. Of I don't know. Getting cursed out by Gordon Ramsay sounds pretty good. Unfortunately, we have Bridget Westerland, who is a Marilyn Monroe-esque looking half-elf with green eyes. Well, and she has a very dry voice for a female that's kind of grainy. Listen, this is what happens when you let my wife... If Devin's fiance and Devin invent characters that I have to now try to try to role play. If right. only the dungeon master could decide what actually happens in the game. But no, he is bold. You guys are both stopped by Bridget Westerland. And she says, I'm sorry, this area custom. I'm terribly sorry, miss. Uh, did you see where they took that scumbag, Steve? We were supposed to catch up with them, but... They, uh, they got a bit ahead of us. You have your credentials. I'm going to silently go like nose to nose with this lady. She's into it. I'm just staring her down. Like, Listen, ma'am, we don't mean any trouble, but we really must be going. You know how they uh, don't like it when people are late. I can't let you. What was her name? Bridget Estelle. Bridget. Great. Thanks a lot. I will make sure that they know. You uh, kept us from our meeting. Give me a deception check. Eight. I don't care how cute your friend is here. I can't go. <laughs> and by how cute your friend is, she was clearly pointing to Daphne. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Daphne hasn't moved. It's still face to face. Nose to nose. Really. She looks at you, Daphne. Wonderful. Insert color here. Eye. Insert color here. <laughs> Good to know. Don't know about my green eyes. Pizza's here. You have green eyes? She went to. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> <laughs> You've been stumped. I have been stumped. 
Yeah, I mean, at first it kind of sounded like an intimidation check, but now it might yeah, be... Yeah, I was trying to do an intimidation check, and then Nathan kind of like grabbed a, it. A seduction. Listen, I was given a character that was intended, intended to be sultry and seductive towards Daphne, and I'm rolling with it. Weird. Okay. And so then, I'm going to make like a loud huff, and I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to grab Ander by like the scruff of his shirt and like drag him back all the way outside, and I'm going to say like... We're going to look for a different way in. All right. Sounds good to me. Where do you think we should start? I say get a lay of the land and start, like, looking around the building. All right. Give me an insight check to see if you guys can find anything that will be a doorway. I would rather have an investigation check. Give me an investigation check. Either way, for me, it is four. Oh, no. Yeah. Not very perceptive. Cool. I got a six. We're just not gonna do anything for this uh, whole whole bit. <laughs> you guys were not able to find your way out of the kitchen. You are lost in the hospital <laughs> and are still in the kitchen. Well, I mean, I thought Daphne dragged us both outside. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? You thought that, but it didn't okay. happen. Okay. So I'm guessing we're still being watched. We'll say that she actually dragged you into what is like the open kitchen area where there is a restaurant. So that is how you thought you guys got outside, but are actually still in the kitchen. You're just now uh, in an open kitchen area where you can see the tables and fancy people are ordering food and they can you guys. So we're in a different part of the casino now? You're still in the same general kitchen area. It's a large kitchen. The casino can hold a couple hundred people, so it's, it's a large kitchen. And this lady that Daphne was just nose to nose with is still watching us? Still watching you. All right, I'll, I'll just turn around and go out whatever door is nearest. <laughs> okay, you guys kind of exit through one of those like horizontal flaps that you see in restaurants that like they lift up, uh, and you're now just in the restaurant. Oh, or like in the counter. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, I was like, what is he talking about? So is there like a bar to sit at or something? Yes, you have exited the counter at the bar. I guess right. we'll sit down at the customer side of the bar and ponder. All right, we're going to jump back into the private room. I'm like, I'm spinning bottles and stuff, like pouring pouring these mixed drinks, shaking stuff. I'm just going, I'm going all in on this on this bartender role here. Sapphire's into it. She likes this. Nice. I just I just give a little nod and, and uh, I guess I, I would assume I took everybody's drink order and I'm like passing out the, out the drinks and stuff. Yeah. But I put a little, I put a little like special paper parasol thing in a in sapphire's drink she appreciates she nods her head and says thank you to you you're qu- you're quite welcome you are sitting almost directly across from Talur as much as you can with a five person we'll say six with the dealer so he is actually directly, um, across. directly across from you his cards can't necessarily be seen but his back is towards the bar and will is there a mirror on this bar like a loud bar there is not nice. are there shiny surfaces that will may or may not be able to use <laughs> Maybe. All right. I like it. Am I sitting next to Helio Mementes? <laughs> yeah, we'll say that you are for, uh, you've got him on your left and you have Zeno Vitale on your right. The dealer is left next to Helio. So just going left to right, you've got Helio, the dealer, Talur, Sapphire, Dino. So sitting next to Helio, I'm, I want to be like, making banter with him at this time, kind of getting the whole table in a jovial mood, which is opposite for my character to be doing and be like, 
And that's when the centaur walked into the bar and bartender said, why the long face? Give me a charisma check. That joke doesn't work with a human face. <laughs> that's, that's the point of the joke. Eight. Yep, the joke does not work with a human face. Oh, Julio no. is um, kind of turned off by it. No, I nudge him like, get it? Because you got a human face. Ooh. <laughs> a bad joke, but it... Oh, I get the joke. I'm just not interested in it. <laughs> You'd think that one of your kind would learn to be a little bit more jovial. A little bit more... Do you know how friendly. many jokes I've heard about being horny? <laughs> I mean, that is how your kind got started, is because you are a bit horny, isn't it? No. 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 Oh, I feel like I've really stepped in it this time. <laughs> Here, you know, I'll mix up for you. Sorry about that. Uh, I got plenty more bad jokes for that kid. He tosses you another .5 gold uh, chip. Let's uh, let's get a hand belt. Am I right, Talur? Nothing like a good bet. Yes. Talur is very sharp. He says what he needs to, and he's just he's just kind of snappy on it. He's not really here to to chat. You guys each roll your two d12s that you guys keep hidden or secret. How are they keeping these dice like a secret? Do they have like the little like barrels like in uh, friggin' Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. What's the river? There's first another round of betting. And it looks like everyone stays in. So the pot gets pretty big. If you're going to stay in, that is. Oh, absolutely. All right. On the river, we have a two, a four, and a 12. And... Once again, everyone stays in. Are you going to stay in or fold? Okay, so how much do I need to stay in? You just need 25 more to stay in. Sensing the lack of hesitation, Pelur looks at you and give me a wisdom saving throw. Shit. I don't like that. Fuck. It's a crit one. You feel your mind being red. Good. What are your good? Pair of sevens. Pair of sevens. All right, so now Talur knows that you have a pair of sevens. He also knows that Will is your friend and is guarding his chips ex- or his dice extra closely. Damn it. I don't know he knows all this, though. You did not sense a thing. You said I should Well, yeah, yeah. We're, you don't know that it's him. You kind of you kind of felt like something else is in there, but you're not quite apprehending what is happening just yet. Get another dice on the table. Um, let's see how many people stay in. Gosh, keep rolling fours. I really should attack you guys with some D4s. Uh, so are you uh, excited for the big race? Yes. Gotta imagine a man like you got some pretty high stakes on it. Absolutely. Now, when you're betting on yourself, you put it all in because you trust in your own ability. The final dice is rolled. Uh, actually, the final two dice have been rolled. Pulled it, and we've got a three and a nine on there. At this point, one of the other... Her players drops out, but the other three stay in. You, uh, you stick in with it? All right. It is revealed that Talur has the winning hand with a pair of twos and a pair of threes. I got, I got a two, a three, and a pair of sevens. No. Nope. So Talur's, Talur's taking your chips. I'm taking still cookies. Time. What if uh, we could guarantee your win? Mm-hmm. What if you could guarantee your win? Do you have a proposition for me? I say... We stop with these chips and maybe go have a conversation with my crew that might have an interest in your win as well. Give me another wisdom saving throw. He is now reading your mind, but it's become clear to you that your mind is being read by him. And he knows everything that you're trying to do. And he looks at you and says, you think you can outbribe me? 
I don't think I can bribe you, but I think we could up your chances of winning the race by maybe having some contestants taken out. I know that you tried to get Sonny Jim to take me out. <laughs> He's reading the thoughts. He hacked your whole system. Does he also just feel hellfire and like demon magic going through my head? Yeah, it's not, not his first time. I feel like that can't be pleasant. Not his first go around with uh, demon fire hell magic. He knows about that time you, you peed your pants in middle school. Yeah, he knows about that time that you threw up on the bus right in the back of Sally McFarlane's head. I'm sorry to, if there's a Sally McFarlane listening. I don't know you. These names have been uh, whatever that, you know, thing they generated. No, if there's a Sally McFarlane listening to this, totally happened. Sucks to be you. Well, maybe we can work something out. Maybe we can call off Sonny Jim. Maybe we can figure some things out. Maybe, well, you know what's going on, obviously. Let's have a private conversation out in front of all these. Right. Gesture to Drink Boy and the other people playing dice. He, uh, he kind of waves his hand and says, unless you've got something to offer me, I'm going to keep playing dice here. And let's jump back to our other crew. Yeah. All right, so you two are sitting at the bars. Uh, have you ordered drinks? Why not? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm going to say that I, I kind of heard the conversation that was going on between, uh, I'm assuming, because they were just kind of speaking plainly in that room. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm panicking a little bit. So I'm going to, I like made an excuse to get out of there and like get more supplies for the cart or something. So I'm, I'm looking for the other, the other two guys because I know the jig is almost up. So, so I'm you, frantically searching. You um, frantically rush back to the kitchen under some pretenses let's hear how you excuse yourself out of the room so i'm i'm still furiously mixing those drinks you know and, and juggling all these bottles and uh i drop one it just shatters and i'm like oh i i will uh, go get a a broom to clean this up uh be, be right back gentlemen so and, and ladies sorry sorry to disturb you there that that was very i, I never do that that was very unprofessional of me i'll, I'll be right back Tulor kind of looks at you knowingly beautiful they uh, don't suspect you, a thing you hurry your way back down the hallway into the kitchen where through this open kitchen floor plan, you were able to spot the other two at the bar. Actually, you know what? Give me a perception to see if you spot them at the bar. Damn. Hey, casinos are made to be labyrinths and mazes. So I suppose. Gonna... I suppose. Okay, it's a 13. Okay. We'll say you spot them. Beautiful. All right. So I uh, I rush. I'm also looking for an actual, as I'm with friends, but I, ha- I head right over and I guess say, uh, guys, I think the I think the jig might. I think the jig might. Did did you see Steve? Steve, what? Yeah, they they got Steve. Oh my God, they have Steve, the the tree guy, right? Yeah, the yeah the tree guy. Wait, uh, who has him? I didn't see him in the room. The guy from the tavern that we uh, fought with the the crossbow. Oh, uh, uh, the one that got away. Yeah, the one that got away brought him here, took him somewhere through the kitchen. Oh, so. now, now I'm completely stumped. But, uh, man, Rot is just dying in there, in that room. Uh, he, he tried, he made a He's proposition. Not. Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> sorry. It's just a, just a turn of phrase. Uh, but okay. he could literally be dying, uh, soon if, if things don't turn around. So, uh, I, I don't really know what to do. He, he propositioned, uh, uh, not in a weird way, but he propositioned Talur in there. And, uh, he, he knows all about our, our plan. He knows about Sunny Jim. He, I, I don't know if he was reading his mind or something, but it, it's, it's, it seems like the jig is up and they, he's, he's onto us. So yeah, I came out here to, to see if you guys might, might know what to do. I don't, I don't know how to help him. We had a heck of a time getting through the, uh, the kitchen there. I don't know if we're going to be able to fare any better second go around. Unless you got a different idea on how to get us back there. Oh. Uh, maybe. How experienced are you guys in, uh, the service industry? Zero. 
None. Yeah, none. Well, uh, it'll it'll have to do. What if, what if we just disguise you as all that way? You know, back channels and things, and maybe we can find out where that Steve Steve character was too. I don't know. I don't want to abandon Rot in his time of need, but we we might need to bail on this whole Talur thing. Is there like a, a locker room or something uh, that the that the people like change in, or like I don't know, or the staff is it like a break room? I guess more of a break room. The staff, not so much a break room, but you did notice as you were rambling through the kitchen uh, on your way, kind of like a, a hooks situation where people could hang up their their clothes and some extra aprons and whatnot. Gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to to pilfer some of those and 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 try to get some some disguises for my my crew here. Yeah, if you just kind of get one that's a a little size too. Oh, I got you. Like, I, I got I you, must... buddy. Thank you. All right, I'm on it. I'll be right back. And I I, <laughs> I just burst in the in that little. Is there one of those like two way doors that like the hinges go either way? Sure. Uh, uh, I look over at Ander and I say, we can always just put you in like a little sack, like a little. <laughs> That is another option, and uh, I love the idea. Keep them coming, uh, but I'd, pr- I'd prefer to be able to see if possible, but good backup. I open the satchel next to me, and I say, can you fit in here? Uh, I don't I don't know. Look kind of awkward to just put a leg in right now, right? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. Are you, are you actually trying to put a leg in? <laughs> sure. Oh, are you, you're opening the bag. Because uh, it's literally a bag of holding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm aware of what it is. So You put your left leg in. I will say you can, in fact, fit in the holding. I believe there's enough oxygen in there to let I want to say it's 10. So, yeah, you just slide right in this bag. <laughs> you can do it. Okay. All right. Do I find any? <laughs> what do I see in here, Nathan? <laughs> it's like a pocket dimension, right? Do you know what happens when Pokemon go in their Pokeball? No, that's what I'm asking. I also don't know that. So whatever that <laughs> is, that's what's happening here. Um, it should be luxury. It could be complete torment. One of two. Yeah. Will, you find some, some aprons and stuff. Nice. Do I find a broom and a mop? You find a bucket and a mop. So I have the I have the disguises, I have the bucket and the mop, uh, and I, I come back out. Try to put on these aprons, and, and maybe I can, you know, fix you up a little bit to, to make it look convincing. And then oh, you can go... i in the bag. <laughs> where, oh, hey, where did that come from? Daphne, where's where's Andrew? Yeah, can he, like, can he, like, poke his little head out of the bag? I don't even know if that's possible. I think you have to reach into the bag. Can I just say I love the idea of Will coming out with just, like, the top half of, like, a chef's apron for Andre? Like, and he's just, like... You know, feet, then chef coat, then head. <laughs> Walk around. <laughs> like, baggy as fuck arms. You can't see his hands. That's really good. I'm, like, in the process of slicing it with, like, scissors like that I have in my disguise kit, my sewing kit. I'm just like, all right. <laughs> Where, where'd Ander go? In the middle of the bar. Where, so, is is Ander, did he go to the to the bathroom or something? What's what's going on? No, he's in the bag. He's, he's, in, the, he's in the bag? He's in the bag. Well, I mean, I guess if you can stay in there for a little bit longer, you know, you can here. And I, I look around to see if the coast is clear, if there's maybe somewhere we can kind of go in private for him to put this apron on. Let's let's slide over here real quick, and, and we can get you in this, you know, apron, and you should be able to move about the kitchen freely. I hope. So you put him in the apron. Give me a performance for how good of a disguise this is. Oh, nice. Eighteen. Okay. Or she's a fairly convincing um, kitchen staffer. You guys make your way back towards the private room. Raw, at this point, 
they've grown a pretty agitated at you. So they know, like, I have friends here. They, like, Tulur knew about Will. So, like, it's very obvious what's going on here. Yes. Friends, 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 friends. Settle down. You know, have another glass of wine. Play another round of dice. No reason to get agitated. Uh, once again, wisdom saving throw. They're getting worse. <laughs> They're getting way worse. The three now. So he's starting to sense that you, you're waiting for backup. And it's not just Will coming at this point. And you see him kind of reach over and touch a button that's off to his right-hand side. What's that do? It alerts security. Oh, do we have a problem or something? Is it with me? I know that you and your friends are trying to attack me. Who's trying to attack? Just wanted to, you know, get you to help us win the race for you-ish. I can read your mind. I can tell that this is not you. Then read this. He's, he's trying to read your mind. Give me a wisdom throw. saving throw. Yeah. Crit one. He imagines my big throbbing demon dick. And I'll be out of my way. It's cold out. <laughs> my man. <laughs> You're all in one. Yeah, that'd be like I didn't notice him read my mind. Not that I can't not imagine a hard penis. <laughs> I don't know. With horns on it. Your penis has horns? That's terrible. I don't know what's down there. I'm not a I'll be on my way then. No, you'll sit right there. And at this point, Helio Clementes and Dino Vitale do not like how Rome is reading. And they kind of say, you know, hey, we'll uh, see you next week. Maybe another time then. And we'll, we'll, we'll come back. Sapphire, Sapphire just kind of leans back, puts her feet up on the table. It's interesting to see how this plays out. I would like to uh, take, like, I'm a man, if Will and everyone's about to be breaking in here, I'd like to take a, a small step forward. And quote, air quote, trip and fall on the table to send all the chips flying. You sure you don't want to just like flip the table up towards him? Yeah, that's way better. I like to <laughs> flip. No, because I want it to fall so all the chips go towards the door so we can grab some of them out. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, you can still like slam okay, down. I slam the table down so they go flying backwards towards me, towards the door where all my buddies are coming in. Okay. Give me a strength check. Wisdom. See how this is going to go, and I don't like it. <laughs> Fucking eight. Okay. It just kind of goes through. Yeah, I mean, it's a table. It's not like it's a strong, you know. You're able to, to flip the ta- table up. Um, I'm going to try and grab some chips. Uh, give me a dex check. Eleven. You grab a few chips, yeah, sure. Three chips. You grab three chips. They just have to be big chips. Yes, but unfortunately, the other chips that were on the table go flying. You have $100 worth of chips as they fly behind you. And we'll just say at that moment, the second door open, that's the kitchen hallway, which is behind Halur. So now we have a situation where you've got a table flipped up in your face. Uh, Sapphire is off to your right. Halur is directly in front of you and directly behind him. Bursts in Daphne and Will with Will holding a small bag. Well, Daphne's holding the bag. I got the bucket and the mop. Did you grab any mac and cheese bites on the way over here? Definitely not. I'm all about I'm all about my business. All about your business. Um, let's go ahead and roll some initiative. Oh, do I do I have any time to like assess the situation as as we burst in and get any kind of like surprise action or surprise round? You don't necessarily get a surprise round. Okay. Um, 
All I, I just wanted, if I can see Talur, am I behind Talur where I you, burst in? You have Talur's back to you. Oh, man. I want to fucking slam this bucket on his head so hard with the mop water full, just full of mop water that probably hasn't been changed in a while. That That's either going to be my first action or my when it's actually my turn or if I get a surprise, full surprise action, that would be what I, I want to I'll give Damn. you advantage, though, on your initiation or initiative rolls. All right, I got a 14. I have a 15. Maybe for rolling a 12 for all those who saved You might have. <laughs> wow, it's uh, real special. 17. I got a non-natural 20. Okay, uh, you're definitely going to lead things off here. Are the other card players actively trying to attack us? The other card players have, have exited the room. Um, as did the dealer. So at this point, it is just um, it is just you, Talur, and Sapphire who are in the room uh, with Will and Daphne kind of bursting in behind you guys. All right. Uh, Will, you want to start us off? I do. And you already know what I want to do, baby. I want to slam. Uh, I guess this would be like a because I, I would like to do a little bit of damage while I'm while I'm doing this. But I just want to kind of incapacitate. Talur, because I figure he's on to us, and and you know I want to want to get him out of this out of this fight. So can I slam that bucket on his head as like an improvised weapon, but also try to keep it there so he can't see or know what's going on? Give me an attack. Um, you can use your strength modifier or for it. Oh no! Do I get advantage because his back is to me? No, I gave you advantage on the. Um, oh, that's right. Initiative. You're right. Okay. Well, it's a. Th- you reach or you run forward, but. Tulur is kind of a mind reader, and oh, he he's kind of just able to sidestep this oh, nice and quickly, which puts you now in the middle of the well between him and Sapphire, very tight quarters. Damn. Well, I don't, I, I didn't crit fail, but I definitely whiffed. So I guess there's a bucket. The contents of the bucket are on the floor now. Yeah, it, it doesn't smell the best. There's a wet spot on the floor. I'm going to try to play it off and start mopping uh, like I'm not a part of this at all. (laughs) We're going to call that wet spot difficult terrain. (laughs) Anyone who passes through the middle of the floor, we're going to say since it's slick terrain, uh, you're going to need a dex saving throw of at least five to make it through that because everyone can walk through water pretty much. But, you know, some people fall. Rot, what you doing? I bend down and pick as many high-end chips as I can to ground. Okay. Um... There's there's a good amount of I know, and I'm trying to get ships. as many as I possibly can. Roll a D eight. Seven. You get seven hundred chips. Fuck yeah. At this point, Talur looks at you, Will, and blinks. And now you see a carbon copy of yourself. Oh dear God, there's two of them. <laughs> looking uh, looking pretty good there. Everything has changed. His clothes, his hair, his skin. He is identical to you and he pulls out underneath the death or underneath the table which is now kind of flipped up so he more just reaches forward and grabs off two swords and kind of swings at you both of them does a 16 hit well i don't at all and it does yeah i don't have a very high armor class. oh good well then they both hit what's the other one wait what was the other one what was an 18 what was a 16 i figured uh... it all right, uh, go ahead and t- give it to me. Yeah. Fucking, I, I've died every session so far. All right, take 15 damage. I'm going to reach into the bag. I don't know if that's going to be a main action or a bonus action. 
as a bonus, because also you probably already were prepared to do that, like like you would to draw a weapon. Yeah, so I'm just gonna kind of like reach into the bag and then fling him out. Uh, are you throwing him anywhere in particular? Are you gonna try to throw Ander at Talur? Do I know which one is which? Give me an insight to see if you uh, can tell which will is which. I got a 17. Okay, you can tell which will is which. All right, I'm going to fling Ander at the one that I know is the, the bad guy. So you you launch Ander. Uh, Ander, since in session one, you said your swords are always in your hands. I want Daphne to roll for accuracy. Improvise dex throw. But then you're going to get to roll damage for both short swords if you... Oh my goodness. On top of my actual turn... Yes, because you are Daphne's weapon. Awesome. Uh, it's a net 20. Damn. Andrew, you are flying straight for him. Give me the damage of your swords. D6 plus 3 for each of them. The first one I rolled was a 6, so that's 9 damage. And the second I rolled was a 1, so that's another 4, so 13. Does he get double damage for that fat net 20? I would love to say yes, but I'm going to say no. Damn. He's doing the stabbing. But you know what? Since you're also going to crash into him, give me another D8, Daphne, for, like, bludgeoning. I don't I don't even know. This was not a, collision this was not a scenario I was prepared for today, guys. And do I knock him prone? That was eight damage. Damn. Okay. Uh, he looks a little bit rough. We're, we're going to say you don't quite knock him prone, because otherwise that's just going to be insane. All right. Fair enough. At this point, a sapphire begins to change. You had noticed earlier that she seemed to have particularly hairy arms for a for a woman, and now the hair kind of sprouts out around her as her teeth descend into a werewolf-like fashion. And as Will has gotten closer to her, she is going to bite at Will. She just jumps up and, and starts really snarling and biting at you. And... You're going to go ahead and take another seven damage. All right. Well, I am downed. Three straight games. Three straight games. Three for three. Will's unconscious. Ander, you've been thrown into the room. You, Will, and Daphne kind of have to lure encircled, but Will is down. I guess I'm going to attack the one Will that's in front of me. Uh, Do I know that it's the guy we're after? Because I would have been in the bag. So Give me an insight check, because you did not know it, but you were thrown, so you kind of have, you've got an inkling. Well, I rolled a natural 19. Yes, you were able to recognize that being dead is a very Will-like characteristic. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Okay. Uh, and that standing up and fighting with two swords is not a Will-like thing. You're able to quickly uh, determine that he is not the real Will. Then, yeah, I will use my action and bonus action to make two short sword attacks against Tolur. Does a nine hit? A nine does not hit. All right. And bonus action does a 22 hit. A 22 will hit. Thank goodness. Take another five damage. And I will go ahead and kind of shift around, try to shield other will. You're moving closer to Sapphire. Will, give me that first saving throw. All right, here we go. Let me down. Oh, I'm up. I rolled a net 20. So I'm, I'm up with one HP, right? You've experienced death so many times that you greet it like your old friend, Darkness. I imagine death so much, it feels more like a memory. 
I was going to go with, hello, darkness, my old friend. Can't believe I'm seeing you again. Does he get to take his turn when he rolls a nat 20, or is it at the end of your turn you roll that save? At the end of your turn. I hate to have to do this. And I kind of reach behind my back and my cloak. And I pull out my blow dart, and I blow it at the two-sworded will. Give me an attack roll. 17. You strike him. Uh, and as you strike him, he turns to stone instantly. I knew it was going to be meant for Will, but god damn it, I didn't want it to be like this. Uh, there is now an immaculate replica statue of Will holding two swords in the room. So uh, just to give you guys some information, when we went to Sundries and I texted Nate about getting something without you guys knowing, it was I wanted to get some sort of way to turn our will into stone for losing, making me lose the chicken battle. So I was going to get revenge by turning him into stone at one point. And so, I mean, I still got to turn will to stone. It just happened to be better. <laughs> <laughs> so, so was there any, like, save for that? or <laughs> no, no? No? Okay. <laughs> that is a very powerful item. <laughs> It had one shot and was expensive as fuck. There's a reason I'm picking was picking up chips. I fully expected him to use that on Sunny Jim. <laughs> That's who I thought that was intended for. Nope, that was meant for Will for beating me. I was very mad that I lost after killing Will in the last session. At least it happened and I got to finally see him petrified as well. I'll take that as a win for the chicken game. Daphne, you're up. There's a statue between you and the the werewoman and i'm just gonna like reach around with my gun <laughs> and take a shot or is is will in the way will is also between you two but he's currently proud he realizes it yeah oh is he currently on the floor because he... you could say wills are in the way <laughs> true so i'll take a shot uh with the shoot bang Ugh. It's an 11. 11 does not hit Miss Sapphire, who is now going to lunge and bite by Ander. She is unsuccessful, just kind of bites into the armor. Uh, Ander takes no damage. So, Ander, you now have a uh, crazy werewoman biting you. Okay, well, I will attack her. Does a 20 hit? Non-natural? Yes. Okay. And uh, the other one is higher than that, so both hit. Okay. Uh, so that's eight points of damage and another eight, so 16 total. Cool, cool. This encounter wasn't supposed to be anything special or uh, fun with him constantly changing, and it was like a whole shifting around thing. <laughs> and, you know, you guys not, not knowing who was who. And, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they did call security, so we got to get out of here pretty quick. Yeah. I also died. At this point, you do hear kind of the orcs, you, at least one orc running his way down the hallway to the player entrance door. On my turn, could I try to, like, get around Sapphire to the other side of her? Try to be between her and the door? Potentially. Will, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Probably, I'm probably going to heal myself. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds because I'm almost dead. I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing softly to myself. It's okay to cry. <laughs> And I cast Cure Wounds, and wow, I get back. All right. I get some healing back. Seven hit points. Now, are you going to try to exit the room? There is a statue yeah. blocking the door. Is that our only exit? The other exit uh, has, has orcs, orcs in it. I'm going to try to move this statue, I guess. Does it look heavy? Yes. 
is it like a perfect statue of just him? Yes. Oh yeah, I'm just like a tall. I'm a tall, slender dude, so it'd be very top heavy, I guess. So I'm gonna try to push it over from the from the top. So a a petrified object weighs eight times its normal weight. What the fuck? How how durable is a is a petrified? Can we just dissect this dude? Can we just <laughs> slice him slice him into pieces to get him out of the way? So or is he like hard like a rock? He is hard like a rock. Fuck. Uh, okay. If you had like a hammer, you could break off his arm potentially. <laughs> so I'm just gonna give it a good shove at the very top, and here's oh. my strength check. I'm so strong. Oh, cool. I have plus zero, but I rolled an eighteen. You're able to kind of topple him over. And he falls into the bar, crushes through its wooden structure with bottles shattering all around him. You know, a fair amount of alcohol now being wasted. Ugh, you hate to see it, but it had to be done, I suppose. Does he shatter? No. Will, are you going to try to leave the room or? Oh, yeah, I'm skedaddling out of there, man. Guys, I don't feel so good, and I think we should probably leave. Agreed. All right. So as you... Uh, rush out of the room. The she-wear tries to take a swing at you, but misses. Ha! I'm gonna cast Agonizing Blast on the statue. Try to blow that thing up to some pieces. Yeah, let's just let's just kill everyone. I'm not trying to kill everyone. It's not like I put in a cool double ganger character that you know. Okay. No, it's super cool, mate. I'm sorry, but I don't want him waking up from Stone State for the base. That's that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Murderous. I don't want to. You guys didn't murder Sonny Kim, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just chisel off like a leg or something, so he can't, you know, ride. But I have a feeling this guy who's now Stone and you know is pissed, unlike Sonny Jim, might come back for us. Oh, did I not clarify? Sonny Jim is also stoned. <laughs> <laughs> The chickens got to him. Just just roll your damage. So 13. Does not shatter, um, but you kind of like dent in a, a section of his like ribs area. Do rocks dent? Uh, like chips kind of blow out of them. I'm fine so, with a chunk of rocks blowing out. Yeah, yeah. You just imagine like if you had swung a hammer at like stone. Then as a, a bonus action, I'd like to try to pick up some more chicks. No. <laughs> okay, fine. Then I'm getting the hell out of here. Really well, quick, where was the chunk taken? Uh, we're going to say right ribs okay. area. Sorry, lower than the ribs. Maybe like appendix. Is that on your right side? You're the one in medical, not me. Well, that'd be like his, his liver area. Because that, if you do that, that's like all your intestines. Yeah, we'll say it hits the, the intestinal area. Okay, well, he can't have digestion. Good, fuck him. <laughs> All right, Daphne. Uh, so everybody's just leaving? Yes, there is still the um, female werewolf, wolf, and uh, the orcs are at the door. I'm just going to like look it out of the room with my quickness. Okay. So you're just kind of jetting down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, want to leave one of those dope traps for the orcs that are following us? I don't think I have any more. we got to go to sundries. So the uh, werewolf wolf is going to try to bite at you again, Ander. Uh, and once again, all that she bites is armor. So you've now kind of been left in a room with a uh, a she werewolf. And I love bites. Orcs are at the door. What are you uh, doing? All right, I'm gonna try to go over to Lore, and on the way past, just kind of kick down real hard where Rot blew out some pieces. Try to like break them in half, kind of. 
Okay. Because you are small, I want an athletics check to clear him. Okay. Athletics, so 23. Okay. Yeah, you're able to bound up over and around, uh, and then just give me an unarmed strike on his midsection. Oh, not good. Seven. Okay, yeah, you just kind of... Glance off. Yeah, you know, you're, you're stride sure-footed, and you're, you're kind of hustling over him uh, as, as you strike. And it's less of a, you know, strike to the midsection, more just kind of like a push-off jump. Okay, then I'm just going to continue going. That was probably enough. Uh, and I'll try to, like, slam the door behind me, and if there's anything out in the hallway... I'll, like, knock it over on my way past. Yeah, I wish you guys had brought a cart or something that you could have just, like, tossed in the way. Because there's the all shifter, that. The shifter is is continuing to run after you guys, as now are the orcs. Oh, sorry, uh, because I only have one figurine. We're just going to say the orc uh, are, are chasing you down the hallway back into the kitchen. We're going to kind of... The shifter's going to take another bite at you, Ander. And god damn, I cannot roll higher than a nine. <laughs> so they're just kind of chasing you down the hallway into the kitchen, um, which will say that you guys make it there on at the end of your next movements. So just kind of maintain some order for here. Daphne, you hit the kitchen first. What are you doing? Uh, are there just, like, people in the kitchen? Yeah, people, things. So if you just keep running straight forward, you'll get out into the bar and restaurant. If you veer off to the left, we'll say that you uh, enter the casino floor. Uh, and if you veer to the right you'll be able to go down that hallway where they took Steve. I don't really care about Steve. <laughs> so I think I'm just going to keep running straight. Okay, so you go straight through the kitchen into the restaurant. Mm -hmm. uh, Will, you're next up to the, to the kitchen-y area. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, man. Um, shoot. I want to do something to, to like kind of halt the progress of the people you know, that are chasing us. Um, but Andrew's still behind me, too, so I don't want to... Andrew and Ron... Well, yeah, where am I in the, like, running order? Uh, so you're going to... We're saying you're second in the running order, so you're the second one to reach the kitchen. Okay, so the initiative is the same as... Okay, so I got two people behind me. I'm still trying to... I want to do something to slow down the guys behind me. Is there, like, a, a cauldron of, of anything bubbling or, like, a, a pot or something that I can kind of knock over but but warn my friends about it so that they don't get... We'll say that you make it into the kitchen and you see like a giant pot of stew and you run over and grab it and are ready in action to throw it. Yeah. Um, and I, and but I take a little taste too before I, as I'm readying the action, I'm like, oh, too salty. Uh, Rot, you are next. You're into the kitchen and you see Will with a giant pot of stew. What are you doing? I smack the fuck out of it on his hands, try to make a big spill area. Okay. <laughs> I see him and I just like slap a spoon right out of his hand and then dump the bucket. <laughs> okay. So you guys are now at the like doorway uh, with just, you know what? Um, give me a strength check. Uh, and Will, if you're going to try to resist it, you 19. can also give me a strength oh, check. 18. No, I won't. I won't resist it, but I'll, I'll just kind of be like, but what about end? Okay. I, I smack him and I point at a chef and go, clean that up. Also, it's too salty. Ander, there is now a giant pot of stew. Low, like across the ground that you have to run directly through. All right. Uh, as I'm running, I'll try to just like jump and then do a diving roll over it. Damn. So like acrobatics. Yeah. Ten. You clear the soup. Wow. Oof, thank goodness. We did it. The shifter is hot on in your trail. She also clears the soup, but this time 
Kim turns and uh, swipes with her kind of wear claws at Rot. You're, you're safe. The orcs are still, they're in hot pursuit, but they're not quite catching up to you guys just yet. That's so, Daphne, you're in the restaurants. What's, what's, what's happening there? People are eating. There's kind of normal hustle and bustle. Is it anybody's birthday? No one is currently singing. There are just like 23 people in this restaurant right now. So, you know, 365-day calendar, 23 people. Your odds are not great that it's someone's birthday. Did you just roll for the amount of people? Uh, are these all for birthday? I just roll for birthday. Are these all like normal people? What is, what, I mean, normal? You know, you've got... Like normal uh, civilian people. Yeah. Non-combat NPCs. Got a, a, a numerous mixed races is there, but yeah, it's just kind of people there for their their evening gambling that got hungry and wanted food. Um, I'm just going to take my gun and I guess shoot it into the air and yell, everybody run. <laughs> okay, you incite a panic. Nice. <laughs> people are up. People are... They don't quite know which way to go, even though this restaurant it really only has like one way out of it, uh, which is back to the casino floor. Um, but people are kind of panicking. They're flipping over tables. Uh, are you also going to keep moving and try to head back to the floor? Or mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my my plot is to get lost in the crowd. <laughs> okay. Give me a stealth check. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, I got a five. Everyone realizes that you shot the gun, and the crowd is intentionally avoiding you. It's almost like a game of tag. Like, everyone's kind of running, but the one thing they're certain of is they don't want to be by you. That's fine. I'm good with that. Where are you all at? right, all right, all right. So I just knocked over, well, I had that cauldron knocked out of my hands. So I'm still pretty close to this uh, this shifter, right? Yes. I'm going to try to cast Dissonant Wispness. Um, person, so they need to make a wisdom saving throw. If they fail, then they get some fun stuff. Cool. Nothing more than I like than fun stuff. Does a 19 succeed? Damn, it does. So they're just going to take some some damage instead of having to move very far away. I just do dissonant whispers, dissonant whispers. Uh, and they take they take five damage. Oh no, the whispers are so dissonant! They don't make sense. Yeah, and that's uh oh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bonus action to give some bardic inspiration to the next person, which I think is Rot. Say, uh Rot, I don't know why you knocked that cauldron out of my hand, but you better do something else to get us out of this jam. Boom. There you go. Nicely done. Uh and then I take it you also run your action. And I run. I get as far away as Rot, you got the shifter on you. To play off this panic, there's a mad woman here and She's here to rob the casino, and we're all going to be the hostages. Everyone, quick to the kitchen. And I'm trying to get everyone to run back into the kitchen to kind of head off the shifter and all 23 people. If you want to use deception or intimidation, or I'll use thaumaturgy to make my voice even louder and scarier to do it. I definitely want thaumaturgy to be used because you're in the kitchen, which has some hustle and bustle going on. So if you're trying to get the crowd outside... Thaumaturgy's a must. Oh, I thought I made it through. Okay, I want to try to get is disengage my action. Yes. But you, if, bonus actions to speak. Okay, then I'm going to do that. Okay. And get out there. Okay. And now I'm going to yell it to get them to run into the kitchen. Okay. Give me a deception check. Eight. 
the crowd is in too much of a panic to really buy in and believe. They're like in a every man for themselves type of mentality, and they're just running. Tables are getting flipped. Uh, Ander. All right. I will go ahead and run out the door to the left, uh, trying to make my way back to the floor of the casino uh, okay. and try to pull some of the uh, orcs or uh, the shifter off from pursuing the others. The shifter is actually going to continue to chase after you. Okay. That makes sense. And we're going to say that you both used your dash. So neither of you is able, you're not, she's not able to attack you. She's just still, you know, like nipping at your your Mm -hmm. legs, just chasing you down. Works at this point because they've not been attacking. They're using their dash. They're actually gaining on you guys. And they have now caught up to the Will and Rot grouping. Yes, you're, you're pairing. But as as they were taking dashes, they're still not able to quite hit you guys just yet. Daphne, what are you... Still running for the front door. Okay. Uh, as you start approaching the front door, you see another orc standing at the front door. Um, he was the same one that was standing there when you guys kind of came in, but now he has shifted around to be inside of the building. And it kind of... Not necessarily barring exiting, but he's watching as people exit. Yeah, I don't really have anything prepared for that. You don't have the magic bullet? Just <laughs> the exact thing. That just fires through the crowd. Perfectly hits whatever. Yeah, that Roger Rabbit uh, <laughs> yes. bullet. No, what was that? Wanted. Where they like <laughs> bend <laughs> the bullet. So has he seen me or? He's seen you approaching. Does he? Is he looking aggressive? Oh, yeah. He's bringing road axe. Uh, okay. So I'm just going to, like, shoot the gun. So you do have the bullet for this. <laughs> I mean, I was going to try and, like, do something else to try and, like, fucking uh, sneak past him or, like, kind of, like, distract him enough that I could slip past, like, ray of frost him in the face or whatever. But yeah, bullets work. It's just kind of what's going to happen. Cool. Does an 11 hit? It does not. And I realized that I actually have two weapon fighting, so I'm going to also throw a knife. <laughs> I am just going to say that let's make this a disadvantage because there are crowds of people. It's going to be collateral damage. Does a 14 hit? A 14 hits. So he takes four damage and there's just like a knife in his <laughs> chest. Bullet also creams and hits a 74-year-old. Yeah, that's fine. He's lived a good life. He had his time. The bullet also disappears after it hits things. So it there's is a magic no, bullet. No evidence. <laughs> Was it the guy who sang about his son last episode? No. Hector, I'm glad you asked. Hector is at the table and he is stealing chips. Good on you, Hector. You know, it's it's a pretty cheap table that he's sitting at, but he is still able to snag uh, 64 gold worth of chips. This okay. is a good day. I've been coming here a long time. Finally, the casino pays. Who says the house always wins? Will, got a running. You've got the orcs on you. What? The orcs didn't trip on the soup? Nope. You didn't even roll for that. Oh, uh, I forgot orcs are resistant to soup. Yeah, it's a racial feature. <laughs> have natural resistance to fire, orcs have natural resistance to soup. Some are more useful than others. Right now, it's the soup. Right. Am I still, like, kitchen adjacent, though, as I'm, as I'm kind of running out of here? Or did I make it? Did I clear the you kitchen? You made it into the restaurant at this point. Dope. 
I'm going to try to make a Molotov cocktail, the nearest booze <laughs> I can find. I don't unless even know what sort of check that would be. Unless that's unacceptable, and I will try to find another. Oh, oh, I have a crossbow. I have that cool crossbow. Does oh. Daphne, does that crossbow have any cool stuff? The one that you dropped for your gun? What do you mean, does it have any cool stuff? I don't know, like go-go gadget grappling hook. <laughs> no, it's crossbow. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to do a ranged attack at whoever's behind me. I'm going to shoot at the closest and say, hey, hey, stay back. Uh, does, a, does a 14 hit? Yes, a 14 hits. He takes four damage. So I'm, I'm just kind of like shooting behind me, just like, oh, kind of like in, in the Star War when, when they're shooting the blasters behind him, running away from the stormtroopers, firing behind him. Can I try to do something a little weird that will probably involve deception? Yeah, I love weird things. Fuck yeah. it. Have you listened? Guys, 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 guys. Why are you attacking them? I know it's been chaos since that werewolf turned to lure into stone. We need these orcs' help to get that werewolf under control before she turns anyone else into stone. Are, are you trying to convince the orcs that the werewolf is? Yes, but I'm trying to say it loudly so the orcs hear that and our my friends know, like, hey. Give me a deception roll at disadvantage as Sapphire is a regular and is friends with Talur. And I'd like to use my bardic inspiration. <laughs> uh, the orc stops chasing you and moves to try to corral the uh, the shifter. Hell yes. Uh, Andrew, you're still being chased by the shifter. Yeah, I'll say, all right, everyone, we got to take out this werewolf before she does any more damage. Go ahead and stop, turn around, and try to attack. That's 19, 19 plus 5, so 24 to hit, and a 13 to hit. Uh, the 13 misses, the 24 hits. Okay, uh, so she takes another 7 damage. All right, and she's just going to keep fighting you, so she's going to bite at you again. Your AC is crazy, isn't it? I mean, it's not ridiculous. I'm at 16. Ha! 17. You finally hit me! Take 8 damage. So, at this point, the orcs kind of change direction. Especially the one that's at the door. Kind of looks at you, Daphne, and just moves not in your direction, but instead moves to try to corral the the werewolf. Interesting. I am out the door. Fuck this place. Wait, so the 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 doorman has been has been handled by the knife? I should have thought about that because he would probably still even after the bluff check want to go after the person. That's why I said we need to calm down and not attack them. Mm, yeah. But you well, know that's what, what I was asking, and they're like Yeah, you know he's the- like, No, he's straight for you. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you you bluffed well. You know, see DMing's hard. They you remember all the bullshit that were thrown at you. And I appreciate the bullshit. I appreciate the weirdness. I'm going to try to help Ander with this whole shifter, because that seems to be the biggest the biggest threat now. Uh, so I'm going to turn, and I'm going to try to uh, fire my crossbow again and try to get the shifter. Uh, it's at disadvantage because there's still a panic. Lots of people are running around. Gotcha. Oh, wow. It's uh, a 20. Damn. It's going to do eight damage. Okay. Wait, Andrew, we gotta get we gotta get this thing off your back. That actually uh, drops the shifter. I bite back, bitch. So the orcs are now kind of on crowd control duty. They they see the shifter has been dropped, uh, and they're just kind of trying to settle things down and figure out what's going on. Bridget Westerland exits the kitchen, and you know she's barking orders at people and trying to calm things down. Very middle management, uh, Karen type. Hey, calm down. 
this is an organized establishment. Uh, while the orcs and the staff are on crowd control, I'd like to slip out of the, the restaurant back into the casino aspect because I want to turn my chips back into Uh You've got Helga's chip counter. Hey, beautiful. Hey. I think I'm about ready to cash out today. There's a bit of a panic in the restaurant, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not one for crowds. I think I'm ready to get out of here. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Give her my chips to turn back into gold. All right, and she gives you uh, 800 pieces of gold. From there, I'd uh, like to go outside and meet up with Daphne. Are all of you kind of just going to Daphne? Are the orcs now, like, not around me? The orcs are coming towards you uh, to get to the shifter, but what are you going to do, Ander? All right. Seeing that the shifter is done, I will uh, sheath the short swords and kind of yell out to them, Hey, I I think I saw another uh, werewolf that went through the kitchen the other way and try to get them to go back to where I saw Steve going. Uh, Give me a deception check. Okay, okay, great. Nine. That sounds like Mark's problem. All right. Sounds like he can deal with that then. And I will then just uh, go out front. Uh, You guys are all out front. Are we trying to save Steve, or are we, like, abandoning to the orcs and the gang? My intent with that was to get them to leave so I could go back to the high-stakes room and grab more high-value chips. But I don't think it's going to work. But now we know there's a mark. We know there's a mark. Thank you, unsuspecting orc, for giving up that information. Yeah, I mean, that is... No, that is that is definitely good. But uh, should we... Should we go back in there for Steve? He's kind of been a, a decent fellow to us, I guess. I mean, he kind of helped us bust open this whole case, our first our first kind of job together, you know, you guys? Steve means nothing to me, but we might want to go back in there and finish breaking up that statue because they might come looking at us and whoever talks. Yeah, how long does that stone, like, stay a stone? Petrification lasts until, like, is cast on? A lesser restoration or a greater yeah. restoration? Yeah, so we got plenty of time. I still feel like we should go help out uh, Steve. He's probably in a bit of a rough spot right now. That's true. What the hell? I've got a disguise kit. Maybe there's a way. Did I? This is out of character. Did I find like a where the kitchen staff like leaves to go on their smoke break and stuff? I bet they got a little side door, right? Sure. We'll we'll say that you were able to spot a side door where they step out for smoke breaks because anyone that's working in the kitchen, myself included. Knows that is the biggest part of working in the kitchen. It's fair. I picked up smoking because you got smoke breaks when you're working in the kitchen. I quit as soon as I quit working in the kitchen. <laughs> but you need a break. Yeah. If you want a break, you pick up smoking. That makes sense. Well, guys, maybe we can maybe we can sneak back in there. Are you are you guys are you guys up for that for another infiltration? Sure. Uh, why the hell not? It's a yeah, heist. I'm, I'm up for it. I think it's a grift, actually. Well, potato, potato. You guys look for Steve. I'm going to go whale on this statue for a bit. All right, well, let's still keep a, a low profile. You guys sneak around the casino, I assume, back to this kind of side entrance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's a couple of people out back smoking. Actually, b- before you guys get there, do you want to put on disguises? Hell yeah. Yeah, do we still have those aprons? <laughs> oh, Apron. I'm still wearing mine. My- Will and Daphne are still in their disguises, but the rest of you don't really have. You said there might be some people out for a smoke break right now, just kind of chilling. Let's say you know, we, we need some disguises for these other two. I got to believe that these guys are not. 
they'd be more than willing to just give up their little disguises if we if we pay them a little bit. What what say we make a little investment here to kind of safely get in? Uh, I mean, I'm down for trying it. While you guys are trying to do this, I just walk straight in. <laughs> you don't you don't have a disguise. Okay. Um. So you you approach and. There's, of course, our wonderful platinum blonde, uh, Isil, who's sitting there having a smoke. She's, she's jittery. This is her first day on the job, and what a first day it was. I say to her, it gets easier, and I give her a five gold. She's going to let you pass. The other kitchen staffer, Nick, he's puffing on a cigarette. He's trying to hit on Isil. It's not going the best. She's kind of more just creeped out. He's not interested in you either. Uh, they're not going to stop you from getting in. I go in. I go to Talur's statue body. Security is at the body. Um, so there are a couple of orcs there just kind of checking on it. You know, standing guard. Oh, you guys, during all the chaos, I think I think I lost my bracelet that my son gave me. <laughs> Do you mind if I look around the room try to get back? Give me a persuasion check. Oh, my God. Seven. No. Did he, so did you actually lose a bracelet or should that be deception? <laughs> I'm going with persuasion because he's trying to get them to let him back into the room. Okay. They're less concerned about the lie and more concerned about what he's attempting to get them to mm. do. That makes All sense. Right. So while he's doing this, what are the rest of you guys doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna say to uh you know what you're doing you're doing great kid uh this is you know all part of the first day training but you're doing all right uh could we could we borrow your uniform for just a little bit It'd be all right my shirt and my pants and this vest so just the vest would probably be fine could we just borrow your vest yeah I I think this is my last day here I'm I'm not sure this is really the right spot for me. All right. Well, I mean, if you did, you bring other clothes besides your 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 uniform that you can change into? It's it's my shirt and and my pants. It's it's really just you know company vest. But they do say wear the white shirts and the black pants. Don't I? I feel like you should know this if you're really. That was a test. Oh good. You know, I feel like I really. I feel like I've excelled here, and I feel like I've grown here. But I'm not sure. This but you've is grown good. out of it, right? Yeah, on to bigger and better, right? This will look good on the job history. Godspeed, Easel. And uh, turn turn in your vest. She, you know, takes off and hands you the vest and the name tag. I give her a salute. All right, well, we have a vest, you guys. I don't know. Here, uh, I guess we didn't necessarily need it. Because I mean, you can just go in the bag. But I'm sure that would be more comfortable to have the, the vest on, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take the vest and the name tag and right on. I say we pretend to be the cleanup crew and we get the to try to get past the, the security. You know what I mean? Because it's a it's a mess in there. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Definitely. Okay, I'll follow your lead, Billiam. All right, Daphne, keep an eye out for any for any funny business. We might need to use the gun. All right, uh -oh. and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I guess security get in there and clean up. It's under our purview. So you guys are just gonna enter then and then head towards uh, the security room with. Or no, yeah. we're trying to find Steve. Do we have to go through the? Do we have to go through the statue place no. to get to Steve? No, so the statue place Steve is the opposite way. Oh yeah, let's go. No, we're trying to find Steve, right? Yeah, yeah. let's uh, let's head, head over. Guys and find Steve. Yes. You guys uh, head through a doorway, which actually leads upstairs. You're able to get to like the top of the stairs, but maybe not quite poke your head over the top, and you see you see the crossbowman as well as the other gang member just kind of standing outside of a door. You can kind of hear some muffling cries inside the door. 
more like he's being beaten and like these are cries of pain. <laughs> That's good Foley work. <laughs> Sounds like a dying Murloc. <laughs> so I guess we'll uh, appro- approach Crossbowman and the other person. Crossbowman, just kind of stop. Do I know you guys? We're here to see Mark. Mark. Yeah. Like, Mark's part of hotel security or casino security. We're we're not with him. I He's was told he was up here. No, 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 Mark up here. You should head back down the way you came. I say, oh, we we just need to. There's a there's a supply closet up here, and and you know we need to get some of some things out of there uh, to kind of clean up this mess and and help some slippery when wet signs and all that. Uh, so yeah, we're just gonna you know squeeze by here, grab that, and then and be on our way. Uh, deception check. It's just an eleven. They're they're not quite buying this um, deception. They he's like, hey, there's plenty of mops and brooms back down in the kitchen. I'm gonna I'm gonna double down and just be like I mean we listen we, we know what's going on here like we're 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 not gonna say anything we're not gonna you know we're we're professionals here we're not gonna we're not gonna blow up your little spot here we just we really do have to. give me a persuasion check I I'm gonna continue to approach okay you're closing the distance one was a little better it's a seventeen I mean okay I guess if it's if it's for the boss uh, yeah yeah I'm sure you know what you're talking about here so he kind of he lets you pass. Pass by them in the hall. Nice. I give him a little shoulder check on his hip. <laughs> as we as we pass, um, are they like following us with their with their eyes? Or are they just like all right, like yeah, they're go they're, back to guard. they're standing on either side of a door. Um, it's a narrow hallway, so like their okay. backs are casually leaning against the wall. Okay, and we're walking past that door. Yes. Right. Are there any other doors other than the one where the the like? beating is coming from that we might be able to kind of like regroup real quick pretend that we're looking for supplies there's other doors down the hall a little bit so i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely just you know kind of walk by that that door and and look for a door that looks like it'll probably open the first time when i when i try to open it so it's not like we get locked out <laughs> sure. in the uh, hall. Give, give me an investigation come on dice rolling a lot of them it's not good i rolled a four okay you're picking a door at random basically nope. all right it is not locked. Hell um, yeah. It actually is a supply closet. Beautiful. All right. Is it is it uh, big enough for us to kind of fit in there and regroup? You will all be touching each other. No touching. Like, you know, you're kinda, you kind of, you can cram yourselves in there, but Beautiful. it actually is a supply closet. So this, this adds to the ruse. Excellent. Uh, and we're going to jump back to Rot. <laughs> Rot, you're just kind of hanging out with this orc that doesn't want to let you in. So, uh. You said you're. What are you doing in there? And I can't get my bracelet. You said you're. You're investigating it. What happened? Listen, we were told not to let anyone in. I'm just saying, like, if you, you need some help, I could cast a greater healing ward on that that stone body and bring back life. We'll we'll find out exactly what happened right from the horse's mouth. No offense to that centaur that was there earlier. How do you know what was in there earlier? I told you I was in there when all the chaos broke out and that lichen. That werewoman attacked him, turned him to stone. Okay, that's logical. That makes sense. That tracks. That's why I ran out and all that panic happened. I, I saw him turn to stone from that werewoman. I could use a greater healing ward and bring him back. Give me a deception check. Actually, do you have that spell? No. Can you do that? No. <laughs> okay, yeah, then deception. 
Damn. No. 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 If you want to spend... Listen, Scram. We got a job to do. You're not making it any easier. I don't particularly care for the small talk. And I don't... I'm just trying to understand why you give so much shit about just a lonely patron. You signed a waiver. Everyone's safe. I don't see why there's so much hoopla. There's no hoopla when any of us got attacked. We're all patrons. We all signed to be here. Why can't I get my fucking bracelet? Because you're not Tolor Banks. What's so special about Tolor Banks? Does he own this place? Yes. Oh, I always wondered. I mean, neither is the statue. Because oh. the statue the statue is a statue of will. True. That's true. So, so honestly, there would be yeah no reason for them to be guarding it. So they know that Tolor is a doppelganger. And as such, they know that he could look like anything else. Yeah. Oh, man, we're so dumb. I could have pretended to be Talur. Okay, we'll jump back to the other three. Does the door open up to block the view of the other two? Yes. Okay. First bit of luck, right? You guys you guys, uh, you guys, got any ideas? I got uh, us this far. <laughs> uh, what is in the supply closet? Normal supplies-y things. You got some receipt paper, rooms kind of over the corner. No bear traps. I, I'm never giving you guys bear traps. <laughs> bear traps were the best part of that campaign. Yep. All right. What all would we need to clean up that mess down there? Take a few brooms and I'm just trying to buy us some time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are there any like cleaning supplies or anything? Like, do we have like bleach? You said there's some, there's like rolls of paper, cleaners. right? The receipt paper? Yeah. So a little, a little, a little uh, flammable action in there, maybe. Yeah, sure, sure. There's, there's the big jugs of cleaner, you know, that you would use to refill the smaller, like spray bottle cleaners. So yeah, I, I think we should get you know, some cleaning supplies just to look like we're, you know, actually doing what we say. Put a little a fire back and uh, set off a chain of events that causes them to check, check on the source of the fire, maybe, and then, and then flee because the fire is already out of control. And then I put some ball bearing at the top of the stairs. And we just really fuck these guys up home alone style. What are you, Kevin McAllister? <laughs> <laughs> we, we still gotta get Steve out of here, though. I don't know how you plan to make like an out of control fire. I mean, I have a, I have a candle. I could just put it next to, you know, next to the thing. That's not gonna make an out of control fire, though. Well, that was my plan. I, I didn't have enough money for gunpowder. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, we could just lure those guys over here and knock them out. Surprise, surprise round. But that's that's tough too. Okay, yeah, I I will knock over something heavy to try to cause a commotion and lure one or both of them this direction. All right, give me a performance at advantage. Okay, performance thirteen. One of the guys kind of heads your way. You to check it out. It is not the crossbow that has seen you guys before, but it is a different person. When he gets. Over here, I'm going to go ahead and try to knock him out. I'll give you a a surprise attack on him. All right. So with my strength modifier or... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, you got to restrain him and then we can fucking lock him in that closet. All right. That's a 17. Um, Are you attacking him or are you trying to like grapple and restrain him? I guess... Trying to knock him out with like non-lethal... Yeah. That was the intent. Okay. so would I mean, this like, just be how, unarmed? How, yeah, how tall is this guy? <laughs> I'm just punching him really hard in the crotch. Um, the crotch shot lands. Uh, give me some damage. So my unarmed strike is three damage. While he is doubled over, I will pull out the rope from the bag of holding and begin tying him up. 
Yeah, we'll say since it's a surprise round, you can kind of wrap him. Uh, he's going to try to, you know, resist that with his strength. Give me a strength check. So I got a 12. Okay. He got a natural 20. Dang it. Well, why do you even ask me what I roll? Just like it doesn't even matter. That's a real dick move. Well, when it's against you, so I appreciate having chances to roll against you. Yeah, I guess if you rolled a nat twenty-two, then yeah, stalemate. I'd give you a chance. I need different dice because honestly, fucking these dice have done nothing for me. All right, wait. Do I get a surprise round too? Yep. Yep. I'll give you a surprise round. Oh damn! I'm stepping out of that closet and I am I am unsheathing one of my bags of ball bearings and I'm just scattering them down the hallway in between us and and the other guy. So the the one guy is in melee range because the other two have already hit him. So you're just kind of chucking them at the crossbowman. Yeah, like sliding them on the on the on the floor so that they spread out between us and him. Yeah, let's let's roll some initiative here now. My oh, initiative that, roll that. was bad. I got a fifteen. I got a thirteen. So the guard that you've taken by surprise, or thug that you've taken by surprise, is still surprised. But Mr. McCrossbowman sees you roll a bunch of ball bearings at him and pulls out his crossbow and shoots at you, and it just whizzes right past you. All right, the guy that is that's with us, he looks just like a average thug type. Yeah. You're running the mills, thug. I'll take out my uh, short swords to uh, attack with them and try to, like, just use non-lethal force if okay. possible. Yeah. Uh, first one's a natural one. The second one I rolled was a two. So I'm guessing a seven doesn't hit either. Does not hit. Guess we're doing this uh, fucking again. Let's uh, shoot a gun at the crossbowman. Can we get partial cover behind that door? Sure. Does a 15 hit? Yes. Oh, beans, dog. Oh, that was sad. It, went, it was like on a 7, and then it rolled to a 3. <laughs> so 7 damage. All right. Uh, Will? Sick. Uh, so I'm going to try to go back and join the fray of the <laughs> the tiny supply closet and get this guy off Ander. Non-natural 20. Hits. And I'm going to do some 6 damage to him. He is unconscious. Nice. Slow poke. Go to go to sleep. Go to sleep. Kind of slap him in the face and he just crumples into the closet. All right. That's one down. Now we just got to deal with this uh, crossbow boy. Crossbow boy shoots at you guys again and natural one. Man, he probably loses his balance a little bit though, right? Yeah. You know what? He steps forward to (laughs) steady himself and just slips on the ball bearings and lands flat on his back now. I just do a little fist pump. Is it already back to me? About how far is it to crossbowmen? We're going to say 20 feet, but there are ball bearings. <laughs> it's treacherous terrain. Great. We do have I can, brooms. I don't think I can carry a broom and my swords, unfortunately. Chuck uh, a broom like a spear. I will go up and use my full movement and a dash action to get there. Uh, no. Will, do you have anything with the ball bearings as to what type of check if you're running over ball bearings? I want to say it's a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, let's go with that. But I rolled a natural one, so... So as you start to run, you just trip and fall. Um, awesome. Your momentum slides, and you kind of, like, land head-to-head with Aimer. Yeah, he it's a... To ask. His name is Aimer. It's a DC-10 dexterity saving throw, or you fall. But you can also do whatever you... 
Yeah, I like you sliding and you know bumping heads with Aimer because it's just kind of yeah. funny. Right. Well, I I got there at least. Daphne, we're shooting the gun, the exactly. hot magical gun. Mother fucker. Uh, how is an eleven? Uh, eleven does not hit. That's what I thought. Will? There's also a, the doors, right, between us and the spot where uh, our man's Steve. Yeah. And the ball bearings are also outside the door? Yes. Just picture like a 20-foot a corridor, you know, between you mm. and Amor, who is standing or now laying in front of the door. That's Beautiful. Deep. So, yeah, I'm just going to I'm gonna yell for help. Like, hey, we need some help out here. Some people are trying to bust Steve loose, I think. Give me a performance check. Everyone fall on the bearings. Just an eight. Uh, they don't seem to hear you. You know, Steve's muffling uh, of being beaten. <laughs> Too loud, too loud for him to to hear you over. All right. Well, I'm going to try to use an action because that speaking isn't it. And I'm going to use my cantrip mage hand and I'm going to just knock on the door as loud as I can. Knock, knock. I like it. Um, he's going to stand back up and shoot at you guys again. Maybe not quite fully stand up, more like kind of roll, like take that kneeled crouch, you know, position for shooting. And Will, he's going to hit you. What? It was a natural 20. So oh. go ahead and take 10 damage. I'm down. A new record. Twice in one session. All right, I will also get up, and I will attack this person twice. Okay. <laughs> uh, so a seven doesn't hit, I'm guessing. Not hit. And an eight. Great. Also does not hit. We'll continue the onslaught of gunfire. <laughs> yeah, these guys aren't coming to check out the gunfire? <laughs> no, you don't have to these back aways. You had to go up these steps. This is... Sixteen. 16, you're going to hit him. Cool. Five damage. You know what? Uh, Amber starts to bleed out, and he's he's kind of taken aback. He's had, he's had a day, and he just passes out uh, unconscious. Let's jump back to Rot. Rot, you're still just hanging out with uh, the orc. If I'm getting nowhere with the orc, I'm going to go look for my competing friend. Okay. It's going great. Uh, you arrive basically at the same time that Daphne has now shot Amber. Oh, Okay. You guys have, uh, I can't tell, been more successful or less than me. Is someone going to revive me or do I need to start making It is Will's turn. Will, give me a death save throw. All right. Give me another natural 20 so that I'm up again. Please. No, I failed. That's a four. I don't have any healing. Well, you can stabilize me at least. I mean, are we out of combat? Yeah, I'm going to say you guys are out of combat. Give me a medicine check. Sick four. All right. That's not working. So, uh, Ander and Rot. She's inside more about, you know, helping people get to that spot than uh, bringing them out. But, uh, boy. Nobody has a damn potion? I specifically tried to sell you healing potions at Sundries. It was one of the few things that I pre that I had prepared and I, I offered you. Can I try to save? Yes, but give me a dexterity saving throw to cross the ball bear. Oh, fuck me! Goddamn it. 18, 19, 20. All right, you cross the ball bearings with ease. Those new balance. Give me a, a medicine check. 12. All right, you stabilize Will. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, God. Did the ball, did the ball bearings work? They worked all right. Ow. The door opens, and sweeping out of it is a cloaked figure. Uh, is a black cloak with some green around the edges, you know, tapering down the middle and 
bottom, uh, and a dragon sigil on the left-hand side. Can I make an opportunity attack if they're trying to get past me? They are not. They look at you all, and they, they speak out and say, Kneel. Everyone give me wisdom saving throws. Can I get a history check first? Yes. Ooh. Let's see if I can actually roll to save my life. No, I can't. I got a seven. You um, you see this dragon sigil, but you can't quite place where you've seen it before. But you, you know that it exists. Uh, Was that a wisdom check? Uh, wisdom saving throw. Well, I rolled a natural one. Hey, me too. I rolled a dank four. Uh, I rolled a four, but I also want to say, since I'm pretty much already on the ground, like, hey, I'm, I'm way ahead of you. Way ahead of you, brother. You guys are now all kind of forced into this kneeling position uh, against your will, as if there's a magical hold over all of you. And he just, the cloaked figure, without revealing himself, just looks at you and says, When the dragon rises, your order will fall. And takes off down the stairs. Um, Guys, did that actually did that actually happen? Because I'm I'm pretty loopy from dying twice today. It sure did. Yeah, that happened. Are are you guys in an order? Because I I'm not. Where's Steve? Uh, Let's go find him. Oh Steve's yeah. Steve's just kind of bound and definitely beaten. Um, he he's got some small cuts on him from definitely a knife in a torturish manner. I check his. Steve <laughs> not accrued any more money since the last. <laughs> <laughs> Have a picture of any more dead animals? Uh, oh, no, no more pictures of dead animals. He uh, took his only one. He does have a small knife that's engraved. I take it. Great. Does it say Steven or does it say Steven or does it say Mom? It's got three S's on it. All right. Steve is unconscious at, at the point where you guys enter. The we fit him in the bag of holding and get the fuck out of here. I, I crawl into the room and I'm like, does anyone make sure that he was stabilized? Well, he's in the bag now. All right. He was just unconscious, not dead. No, that's good. I feel like I have a lot in common with Steve. I'd like to search the room, see if there's anything else here, like notes or anything that would lead us to what was going on. Yeah, give me an investigation check. Ten. Can I do the same except better than Devin? (laughs) Yes. Please. Uh, I rolled a not natural 20. Okay. So it it was kind of clear that the cloaked figure took a lot of things um, as he as he fled the room. But it, there's kind of shroom papers. Um, but you are able to kind of piece together piece together enough information to know that they have a warehouse, as well as a, a general outline of a plan for race day that seems to indicate that bombs or explosions are are going to go off at a myriad of different points. Did anybody uh, anybody find anything? Are they diagrams of what the bombs are? Are they like mid-air explosions? It's a fucking um, pterodactyl race. These do appear to be mostly ground explosions, although it is indicated that uh, Tulur is working with them. Is there anything else? There is a nice thing of brandy in the room, uh, and we'll say that there is a dragon mark or a dragon-shaped dagger, dragon-hilted dagger. Um, that kind of matches the sigil that you saw. You mean there's a dragon hilted dagger in the bag? If you s- swiped it up and put it in the bag, it is in the bag. It seems like <laughs> something we should take to Torque. We should probably uh, let the Balmaras know about those bombs. Uh, and we should leave this building, because this is the second time <laughs> we should leave this building. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I want to shut the door to where all the guards and bodies are, take the picture of Steve's dog, Steve's 3S knife, and slam it into the door so it's like through the picture. And then that orc I've been bothering the whole time be like, hey, some guy just ran out of that door and he left what looks like a calling card. You should look into that. And then I leave with the group. Are you trying to frame Steve for all of this? Yes. Oh, no. Fuck him. He's a tree. I'm going to make this guy an important character one way or another. I mean, Nathan is making him an important character, technically. Since we had to go back into the building that we already left in order to get Steve. Probably get the hell out of here. So you guys get out of there. Okay, what are, where are you guys going? What are you guys doing? Right, I could use all, a nap. Let's take Steve out of the bag, because I don't want him to suffocate in there. Eh, you know, what, what happens, happens. So we pulled Steve out of the bag. Where are we going? Let's go to an inn and rest up, you know. Are you guys uh, going to revive Steve at all? With what? Well, so he's just unconscious. You can kind of like slap him, throw some water at his face. I'll go ahead and carry Steve back to the uh, the Anvil Inn Tavern. Okay. So as Steve kind of comes to naturally, he's like, oh, oh, thank you guys. Oh, I'm a, oh, oh, man. Oh, shit. Wait, no, no, I don't want to be with you guys. You guys are what got me into all this mess. Creatures, your explosions. Hey, it's it's all right, Steve. If you want to go, that's okay. You can be on your way. I'm just trying to get you home safe. Okay, I think I'm going to head to the hospital, you know. <coughs> uh, all right, I didn't know that was a thing, but we can uh, <laughs> we can let you uh, yeah. meander that way. What? My, dad's, my dad's a resident there. He's, you know... One of the chief doctors. Oh, okay. Kind of a disappointment to him, you know. I'm not following in the Stevenson family line of being a doctor. You know what, though, Steve? You pursue your art. You pursue yeah. your art, son. Yeah. I'm Steve Stevenson the Seventh, and I'm a actor slash dancer. That's the spirit. Uh, so where is this uh, hospital there? Oh, it's it's just up the road a little bit. You guys, you guys need to. I mean, you, you're, you're looking really rough there. Yeah, yeah, that would be, that would be great to follow you to your, to your father's hospital. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Is it on the down low? No, I'm trying to think what's the right word for it, because it's like a, anyone come as you are, like, it's take a, care of the poor. Urgent uh, care. Pay what you will. Yeah, it's, it's a pay what you will kind of place. He's just out here trying to make Lower Dura a better place. That's what we're all trying to do. That's very noble. That's very, that's very great. Um, let's go there for sure. Steve kind of leads the way, takes you to the hospital, checks in with reception. Uh, Gary's like, hey, Steve, good to see you again. You got some friends? He's like, yeah, you know, just kind of here to see my dad. Kind of a little rough right now. Gary's like, yeah, it looks like it. And he, he leads you back in there and you meet Steven Stevenson. The, the second. Steven! Hey, you got some new friends here. How's it going? That acting really taking off for you yet there, son? Oh, dad, you know, it's it's still hard work. I I'm grab trying. him and I'm just like, he's the best actor we have in the guild. Give me a deception check. Oh, no. Uh, wow. You know, you sense that uh, Steven Stevenson the sixth has been disappointed in Steve Stevenson the seventh. 
But hearing that his son actually has some chops from you kind of brings like a half a tear to his eye as he's he's now proud of his son. An emotion he didn't know he could have for this (laughs) this child of his. You should be very proud of your son, sir. Also, can you please sew my guts back into my body, please? And he he looks at you and he's like, oh, oh yeah. And uh, sets about with his med kit, trying trying to patch you guys back up. Listen, Steve Six, do you guys do any sort of uh, mending wards, the like, greater, lesser type deals, people that come through here? Oh no, I'm uh, I'm just a doctor. Or you gotta go to a, a wizard or something like that. Okay. Do you know of any around here? That might be able to provide those services. I mean, there are shops and whatnot of, of wizards. You can always go to one of the Dragonmarked houses. Um, insert Dragonmark House of Healing's name here. They're marked. Would it happen to look anything like that? Point at the dagger. Yeah, she can make me look this up. You don't. You could just say yes or no if it looks like it. You know, I don't have the marks memorized. Why not? It's supposed no. to be your job. Nathan, you had 1,000 jobs. Uh, uh, no, no. The uh, the mark of healing for House Drasco is a griffin. Well, um, and I, I want to talk to my friends and be like, I uh, think we might need to pay this dragon mark house a visit before the race of the eight wins. Yeah, let's, uh, let's try to find out what that mark on the dagger means. Yeah, I feel a lot better. I don't, I don't think I have uh, my spells and things, but I... My guts are no longer hanging out. So thank you, thank you, Stephen. Oh, no problem. Always happy to help out a pal of Steve-O is here. Just don't sell many drugs. He's had problems. Wouldn't dream of it. In the acting community, never. Oh, and uh, uh, Stephen, here's your uh, cut from last night's performance. And I will slide him 15 gold. Whoa. Thanks, guys. Let's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is great. This is... And you realize that this is probably more money at a time than Steven has ever had. He <laughs> is the best actor in the troupe. Oh, See, Dad, I told you I was going to be an actor. Okay. Uh, Steve, my buddy, the seventh, I put my arm around him and I kind of bring him to a wall be like, here's a hundred gold. You're going to do me a little favor for me doing you that little favor. Half of this is for you, and half of this is to take your acting skills to the Healing Dragon Mark place and convince them not to do any anti-petrification until after they eight wins, while me and your acting friends take care of another little problem. I'll do my best. I'm a great actor. Slash <laughs> dancer. So I give him 100 gold. Slash costume uh, designer. I made my cheap costume. Throwing this money around. All right, so that takes care of the petrification, hopefully. I feel like his best might still not be a fun. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm hoping the 50 gold is better than his act. Do we want to go see Torque about this dragon dagger thing, or do we want to go to the uh, to the inn and talk to them about like our progress on other racers and the uh, the bombs? How far? How many days away from the race are we now? You guys are now six days away from the race. Oh, plenty about of time. How many racers do we still have to handle? There's still <laughs> one more racer that you guys have to handle. But that's the one like Jimstone potentially. If you guys trust that Sonny Jim is just going to handle this, I almost forgot about our good friend Torque. Maybe we can maybe we could pay him a visit. First of all, let, let's uh, let's head over to Sonny Jim's place. I think he owes us some money still for winning that Seven Stones game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Did we get paid out for that? I I won we got, that. We got our 
we got our winnings from when Will was like technically the last one. I think we were also supposed to get some additional funds for just winning the whole thing. That makes sense. That is kind of a raw deal. Even if I won on a technicality, you know, being <laughs> unconscious, but still not stone. Just sunny chins. So you guys did decide to go to the casino at like 10 o'clock at night. You guys then did casino things for some time. Do you guys want to sleep and head to Sunny Gyms or just... Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't have any Okay, so we'll give you guys a long rest. You sleep up next morning. You maybe have some eggs and bacon. Some grits. And then head down to the, the track. As you guys are leaving uh, the Anvil Inn and Tavern, you see Vinny, Johnny, and Sal... Uh, and and they're all kind of a, a buzz talking about something. Uh, and you hear kind of Vinny say, listen, I tell you, it was this big. It was huge. Would you, you know, try to take a bite out of me? And Johnny's like, ain't nothing that big ever to come to Loa Dura. But you must be seeing things. What are, what are you guys talking about? What's, what's the deal, Squeal? Listen, I was attacked by a mechanical alligator yesterday. Lucky I got out alive, you know, with this whole, whole broken leg here and all. It's, it's around there. It's in the sewers. It's jumping out at people. I've spun many a yarn, but never never won that, that bull. That's, that's pretty. Oh, you you laugh. You know what? You try getting wicked pissed drunk. Looking, you, know, you go out back and boom, there's an alligator snapping at you. Sounds terrifying. It was. I'm lucky I got out alive, you know, with this whole broken leg here and all. I had to skedaddles. How would you have escaped if there really was a mechanical alligator and you had a broken leg and you were wicked pissed drunk? By the grace of God, you know, the good mother Mary took care of me. That's why we call me the Flash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Flash and all the whatnots. All right, well, I mean, has anyone corroborated this this yarn, tall tale? I feel like we would have heard something from somebody else Listen, if such a thing existed. It'd be on the news. You're just going to wait for it to start killing people? I tell you, this thing was wicked large. Sounds like it's also wicked, not our problem. Oh, shit. Always here to clean up Lord's Earth. I need some cleaning up. Just going to go gallivanting around. If you want to pay us to go into the sewer, you can uh, certainly try to afford us. You know what? No. Johnny, Sal, we got this. We go into the sewers. We're taking care of business. Yeah, I mean, if this is if this is your territory and your turf, it sounds like maybe you should be laying down the law. Fine. You know what? You you go do whatever you was going to do today. But when we have a giant bagged alligator, we'll see who's laughing. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'll sing of your glories. Best, best be writing that song. All right, I'll get started. Uh, as this conversation's going on, I'm going to walk out back. Okay, you've walked out back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to do some stuff back there that is... <laughs> Not group uh, needs to know. Uh, Daphne is uh, doing Daphne things in the same way that Rot did Rot things to buy a petrified dart. You guys go down to the track and are unable to locate Sunny Jim. Is there anyone? Yeah, there, there are people about. Do you think maybe he's doing that uh, underground game again? I don't, well, let's ask around, see if anybody's seen him, at least. I mean, he... He had the pterodactyl. I feel like we need to get that back. Oh, shit. Can I uh, investigate the stable? Yeah. Investigation. 13. So you were able to find the pterodactyl in the stables. Um, okay. Pterodactyl's looking good. Uh, it's kind of being cared for by, 
by this uh, kind of human woman track hand. She's just there working with the animals, same way you guys found Sonny Jim doing it. Hello, human woman looking stable hand. Have you seen uh, Sonny Jim anywhere? Uh, and, and her eyes kind of dart around um, as if she's looking for something when you ask her this question. And then she goes, y'all haven't heard? Heard? The word is the bird? Yes, yes, the bird, 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 bird is the word. Uh, yes, but, I've heard. But no, they uh, they came for Sonny Jim yesterday afternoon. Who came for Sonny? You know, it, it was weird. These these figures kind of came up after the uh, after the Seven Stones game. And they, uh, they just kind of emerged almost as if they were coming from beneath us. And and now he's in, in jail or something? They just took him. Figures from underneath took him to jail. I mean, you know, we, that's what they told us. It was jail. What aren't you telling me? Uh, give me an intimidation check? You don't sense like she's lying or anything, but I don't really have a great knowledge. Can I like talk her down a little bit and just like, hey, it, it seems like you're a little, a little nervous, a little edgy about this, this whole thing that, that went down with Jim, which is totally understandable. You know, he's he was a great guy, and seeing him, you know, carted off to jail is probably not a not a great. Fight. But you know, you're you're safe here with us. We were we were friends with Sonny, and we we just want to you know make sure he's all right. So any anything that you're you know holding out on is really just you know, making it worse for Jim. Oh thank God. You know, I mean, I knew I knew he had some some debts, y'all, and I knew uh, I knew his ex wife's really been after him. But he, he said he cleared everything up with her lo- her lawyers. Well, we arranged a deal, but he hasn't paid on it. Oh, oh, you you are her lawyer. We are Stevenson, 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 Stevenson. <laughs> first through fifth. Wow, the first through fifth Stevensons. I haven't heard of you guys, but are you are you any relation to Steven Stevenson, the sixth, the the doctor? He's my cousin. Can't you see the resemblance? No. Well, at least she's honest. No, no, y'all. I can't can't say I do. No. Where's his office? We need to collect some. She kind of she points back. Um, you know, there's kind of a a little office area in the stables. You guys want to check that out? Yeah, I mean, there might there might be some clues. I just okay. I, I I don't think that those mysterious figures took him to just regular jail. Let's uh let's check the office while we're here. Maybe find clues. Maybe find a stash of three hundred gold. And then we'll check out jail. Can, can I do like a as we're as we're going to investigate? Can I do like a history check or something to know if I no like that's a pretty distinct thing. I feel like these creatures that can just ascend from below. I don't know if she did, she, or maybe I can get more of a description from the lady to see if there's anything to go on. If I know, me. um, sorry, they weren't creatures; they were people. Oh, all right, that's very disturbing. Did they have any like? identifying figures or were they just hooded did they have any kind of they speak you know it, mostly black uh cloaked figures uh the the leader seemed to have some sort of a a dragonish maybe a lizard on his on his cloak all right well that i mean that is that is very helpful and very distinct so we might uh we might be able to go go off of that thank you very much for the information yeah yeah no no problem you know i it's hard taking over for Sonny Jim. He means so much to, to so many people. And now, now I'm just forced into caring for all these animals. And i got to fill his slot in the race. And it's just a big deal. You know, definitely big pens to fill. Oh, yeah. He was a large man. You know, just because Sonny Jim was in the race doesn't mean you have to. You don't owe them nothing. Especially an inexperienced flyer like yourself. Oh, I've been flying since I was six years old. It's always been my dream to compete in this race. Get but- the hint. Give me an intimidation check. 
four is nine. Oh, you know, I, I am a little nervous, but you don't get these opportunities. I could actually win this thing. Listen, we've uncovered a plot that sounds like something real bad's going to happen during the race. It might be a little bit um, extra dangerous side this year. So you might want to wait until next year. Give me a charisma check. Two. God damn it. When you have a dream, you just got to go for it. That's what my mama always told me. Can you take us to this office? Absolutely. She kind of shuffles you down the hallway to the office. Why don't you step inside? She steps inside the office. We all step inside the office? Yeah. yeah. Close the door. <laughs> well, I'm not like a secretary. I'm like lead animal handler now that Sonny Jim's gone. If you want to continue being lead animal handler, throw the race. Understand? It, I mean, it really, it really is a matter of life and death. Give me another intimidation check. 19. She's terrified of this flaming hand. She's like, okay, okay, you know, I just, there's there's a lot going on. All right, Dumbo. I'll, I do a casual lean on the desk, my hand's still on fire, and it's obviously scorched. That's a good human-like stable woman. Yeah, you know, Dumbo, he's a hippogriff, but he's pretty slow. All right, now scram, you little rascal. And she books it up. <laughs> let's look around the office. Investigation time. Give me investigation checks all around. Fifteen. Seven. Andrew, you find nothing. <laughs> You're uh, awarded no points. You open a uh, door, and it's just like barrels of hay. Like, it's just, you thought it was a closet. It's just a doorway to, like, hay barrels for feeding animals. Oh, this is weird to have in an office. Okay. Uh, it, it's it's never not... been in a track before. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Daphne, did you say uh, 17? 15. And Will, what were you? Uh, 16. Okay. Um, Raw, you find uh, a couple of healing potions uh, mixed in with like small pints of alcohol in one of the drawers. So uh, go ahead and give your character three healing potions uh, and then four of those little travel sized bottles of fireball. Like little shooters? Yeah. Hell yeah. No real clues as to who these people were, but Daphne and Will were kind of simultaneously able to find the winner's purse. Which Sonny Jim had, had pilfered a little bit out of it. So you guys, there's there's 280 gold coins in there. You right. guys find anything? I'm coming up empty on this here uh, hay bale. Oh, you had a you had a hay bale over there it, in an office? Might be good for like feeding to the how pterodactyl hay. I don't know. I <laughs> I bet Sonny Jim was eating it for roughage. Anyway, there's a bunch of gold over here. Yeah, Daphne and I found some some sick gold over. here. Awesome. So we could probably use that for... It's probably dirty money, though. I wonder what black cloaked that makes them so interested in us and these racers. Yes. Uh, just then, Gwent kind of pokes her head back in. She's like, oh, don't don't set me on fire. Uh, but, but I thought of something else. Sonny Jim's... Uh, his lawyer is, has been trying to petition to find out where he's at. Maybe he could help you. You happen to have the business card? Yes. She hands you a business card uh, for Xanath Snubbub. We are on the case. I mean, we've always been on the case because we are the lawyers, but are continuing to be on the case. Uh, can we uh, divvy out some of that gold? No. Did you find gold? And uh, no, but uh, I mean, I figured uh, we'd just go into the to the community pool. I mean, our buddy here, Ander, he's he's you know trying to send some some money back home to his folks, right? No, not for lack of wanting, but no. It's going in the bag. 
All right, so it's 280 community gold. <laughs> Anybody want to make some indie music? Hey, it's us again. Adam and Nate. We wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of Low Initiative. If you could do us a favor and leave a rating and a comment on your favorite podcasting platform, it would be greatly appreciated. Also, follow us on Facebook. Or send us an email at lowinitiativednd at gmail.com. Just send us character ideas or thoughts and comments, whatever you'd like. And we'll see you next episode.